0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is G.I. Joburg, episode 152, and it is our Local is Lacquer episode. That means... Homegrown is cool. South Africa is cool. And we are joined today by two South African guests, other than Stephen and myself. And we're going to introduce them in two seconds. But for now, you're joined by your usual crew. It is me,
1: Paul, coming in from Joburg. And Stephen. From the People's Republic of China. Oh, dear. We want to keep it local, (laughs) but uh, I'm afraid I've already broken form. I'm not in Canada. China's in China. Yeah, (laughs) very good. Oh, yeah. Um, that uh, ch- my, ch- my china is like South African slang for those of you who don't know um for uh, my buddy my brew my my pal
2: here what you doing uh, yeah
1: and you can hear these other two
0: very gruff South African voices uh, in the background well, and well. they are uh,
2: our the how
3: you guys
2: cool and then uh, the other gentleman is Taby from the state cool. the free state. Oh, okay, state. <laughs> Rulof, where are you from, cool. buddy? Where are you coming to us from?
3: I'm in the south coast of Natal, mate.
1: Outstanding, bro. And you're giving us a good uh, sense of that accent, I must say.
3: <laughs> well, we try.
2: It's it's a very <laughs>
1: characteristic <laughs> South African. Uh... Dialect. Right on, guys. <laughs> Welcome to G.I. Joe Thank you.
2: Thank you. Good. It's about yeah.
1: time. We've got some local flavor on the show. Yeah, man. We've been, uh, we've been interviewing a bunch of you know foreigners this whole time. Meanwhile, South Africa's got their own homegrown G.I. Joe fans. Ooh, yes, we yes, do. Man. First question I want to ask the both of you, um, and in no particular order, I suppose we'll go alphabetical. <laughs> Rulof, do you want to break it open and tell us... How you became acquainted with G.I. Joe, man. Where did it start for you?
3: I'd say uh, no. well, my my dad brought back a, a tape um with the nineteen eighty-six movie. And then, you know, we're all playing with Master of the Universe and things like that, and then all of a sudden he puts the tape in and press play and it's like boom. It just dun, excited dun, me dun, from dun, the start. Yeah, yeah. That's the Cobra commander flying up with that bomb and he, oh, you know, what? It, it was amazing. And then Duke just grabs it. He wants to go blow up the whole Cobra thing. I was, I think I completely destroyed that tape from start <laughs> to finish. It was, I, I think I watched it maybe about a hundred times, probably like 5,000 times. And that's pretty much what started for me. Wow, man. It's before we actually had the, well, knew we actually had the toys because we had Master's Universe. And then, you know, you had, Skeleton and you know I just put skeleton down. And I saw wait hey, wait 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 I need that guy. I need Cobra Commander. I need that dude with that shiny shiny faceplate. I was like that no, that was it for me.
1: Interesting. Oh, so wow. it was the cartoon that you had before the action figures. Yeah. Toby, do you tell a different story, man? Do you uh did you encounter uh, the toys first?
2: It's uh, almost the same as Rilos. Uh I mean I was in the early eighties. It was probably my prime twenty days, and we didn't have GI Joe. So my friend went overseas, he got, his father went for spares or something because they had an American car. And uh, he brought back a videotape where he taped the television set in, the, in a hotel and uh, it was the ads for the Rattler and things. We went to the video shop, we got the G.I. Joe videos there. A whole viewing of G.I. Joe was interrupted because nothing was in order. I mean, <laughs> you got a video then and then you didn't get a video. And we always sorted toys, and we started substituting local toys for G.I. Joes. I mean, we had the X-Force, Military Muscle, yeah. there was a blonde guy, he was Duke for us, and there was two ninjas, there was a white one, there was a black one, and the sisters' dolls, you know, they went as Baroness and Scarlet. So we, we, we did our plaything, G.I. Joe, but we didn't have the actual toys until, I think, 88 mostly. Right. Like the toys came to South Africa. I'm not sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly.
1: I think that does mesh with my story. I think yeah, by the late '80s, we were getting um, yes. pretty much uh, the same waves that were being released in the United Kingdom were were coming to us, which were kind of a year yeah. or two behind the American releases. But yeah, if you were a kid in the early '80s, I'm afraid you went without. Uh, fortunately, mm-hmm. I only discovered I discovered GI Joe as the toy first.
2: So I, I never had yeah. to substitute in, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Bob. It was like the same size as the X-Force men. So, yeah, oh, but they God. had loose hair which you can comb and stuff. Probably,
1: oh, Toby. Yeah. Oh, oh. Wow. We're discovering a sensitive side to you already, Action
2: man. dolls. <laughs> you love to comb their hair. That is... <laughs> I don't have many friends, man. <laughs> no, we know why. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, um, dude, that is like
0: super creepy, like, like, and crazy that you both sort of started off with like a video introduction to GI Joe. I mean, whereas Stephen and I were both introduced via the toys, and uh, most people I know that I've spoken to uh, in South Africa were also introduced to this thing through the toys, and and only later saw the cartoon. So that that's crazy. I didn't expect that to happen. I was expecting one of you to like say, Oh no, your dad got you like a G.I. Joe and it was really cool and blah blah blah. But nope, nope, that's not the story that
3: happened. I would. You guys must remember (laughs) that we're like one or two years older than you guys are. So we actually literally got the stories first and then from Mm -hmm. there on we actually got like the opportunity to go through an aisle and see Wait, there's a whole wall. There's massive universe. There's something else and there's flipping hot wheels or whatever, but there's a whole wall of awesomeness waiting for you right there. It takes you an hour to choose a GI Joe if you get an opportunity mm-hmm. to. And then it's like, that... Oh my God, I found the perfect one. I'm going to take this one home. This is, this is the perfect GI Joe for me right now. And that mm-hmm. starts the whole, which, ah, oh, it's awesome.
1: Rulof, can you recall any of those instances where you decided at long last after an hour of toing and froing, this is the guy I'm going home with? Um, do you perfect. have any fond memories oh, of like that specific? I have
3: the perfect memory. The ah, perfect let's have one. it. So right after my dad brought back the bootleg of the GI J. movie, I think it was a bootleg, I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. It was a perfect thing. Like a couple of months later, probably like almost a year later, my mom actually takes us to this checkers there in Joburg, well Johannesburg. <laughs> Joburg will and, do, dude. Uh, it is the name of the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we go all the way there, and we do shopping and stuff. And I've always felt like you know it it'd be great just to. Not see what's going on down there in the aisle. My mom says, No, 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 let's do whatever we have to do. I'm a lighty man, I'm a child. I'm you know, and I'll do whatever my folks says. And then she says, just before she turns in, she turns around and she says, Listen, your dad says, You need to choose a toy. And she goes right past Master of the Universe. She goes right past mm-hmm. everything else. And she stops her cart right in front of G.I.J. And I'm like, there's a whole wall of G.I.J.'s. And I cannot believe my freaking eyes because I'm already in love with the, the whole thing, and I go through every one and everyone i I was there for an hour hmm. and I got the perfect perfect jaja that was number one for me and I took him home, and that was the beginning of of the end for me because I just freaking love this
1: dude, you're and, keeping uh, us in suspense? Do you want us to guess?
3: Yeah. Who can now, guess. Come on, guess. It's not difficult. Come on. Um,
1: well, I'm going to go last then. Uh, Paul, Toby, you guys take it away. Do you want to guess Rulof's, uh, uh, Rulof's first he, love? He told me, but I forgot. Oh, um. Well then, Paul, you, you lead the charge, buddy.
3: I, Paul, it's I've your got favorite this... character, mate.
1: What?
0: Oh my word, did you get Storm
3: Shadow? <laughs> no, bro. I got shot fucking way. Ah, well, oh, well, that's, that's Steven's favorite I, character. <laughs> that's what uh, I was, was going to say go Shockwave. I'm, 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 I'm shockwave mean, okay. I mean, just Shockwave. Just Shockwave. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean anything else. Just just Shockwave. <laughs> not Shock... Whatever wave.
0: Talking shockwave. <laughs> dude, you're forgiven for
1: uh, for assuming that was Paul's favorite as well. I mean, we we tend to bleed into one person, Paul and I.
3: Yeah, I thought... Yeah, well, Steven. and I.
1: But, uh, yeah, dude, good pick. I think Shockwave was something I circled back to. I had him for a while before I had settled on the fact that he was my favorite figure. I think part of the problem was I lost his packaging and his accessories quite early on. So, like, he kind of got shuffled to the back in the kind of the fodder. Um, And then my brother was going through, like, I think I had a a Bubblegummers shoebox of G.I. Joe's. Do you guys remember Mm Bubblegummers? Like, (laughs) kids' shoes? (laughs) Anyways, I had a little shoebox full of G.I. Joe's. He was the older brother, so uh, anything he said was treated with, like, immediate reverence and cool. Um, but he was going through this he box, is. and he picked a, picked out Shockwave, and he was like, this guy, this guy's the coolest. And I was like, yeah, okay. Reason enough, I'm <laughs> um, sold. Yeah, no, I was a very indecisionate young man. I, th- I initially thought, like, anything that was a ninja was the coolest. But, uh, indeed, Shockwave <laughs> had the best design by far. Tobi, do you tell a similar story, man? Was there a specific show that sort of had the sort of angelic halo uh, and a choir of angels behind it?
2: Ah. Yeah, I would say it was a vehicle that inspired me to really start getting into G.I. Joe. Um, Yeah, because I was always contemplating starting, starting, starting. I got a few more moderns, didn't feel it. And then uh, I saw this vehicle, uh, the the, the Raven, the Night Mm. Raven, Mm. and I fell in Mm. love. No. Well Amazing. this is actually the same vehicle I saw in the in the in the toy commercial when I was young. And uh I just bought the 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 the, 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 the basic the the, the, the up uh, nothing else nothing else no accessory and then through that I met an awesome friend in the US, Joe Ricondo Rondau, I don't know if you know him.
3: Oh yeah. And yes, man.
2: Uh, the, the guy sorted me out with three parts. I mean, he just kept sending me parts, and he helped me grow the collection, and together we are trying to promote G.I. Joe now in South Africa because there's a lot of 90s guys that actually collected G.I. Joes as children, and we want to get them involved, and, you know, so we can start building the same awesome communities they have overseas.
1: Sign me up, buddy. Okay. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I assume G.I. Joe was something that you had an awareness of as a youngster, but it was only something that you started actively collecting as an adult. As an adult.
2: Yes. I was, yeah, look, a lot of my toys, toys that I wanted to have as a child, my parents weren't very rich. So, um, G.I. Joe was on that list. I actually had a figure, Sergeant Slaughter, which my friend got me, but um, Mm -hmm. I didn't have anybody to play with it. You know, so he just oh. got pushed one side. Sergeant Sword doesn't need anybody. He's a one-man army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, in the early 80s, I saw him as a, as a wrestler. I mean, we grew up with Hulk Hogan yeah, and those you, guys. Yeah, and Randy Savage and all
0: of them. I think it's Randy Savage.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, uh, in 83, in I was seven years old. That was my idea of toys. I mean... Mm. So. Geez, in 83, I was being born.
1: <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs>
0: I can, I I want to go back to the checkers thing quickly because I can relate to this a little bit. Um, when I was mm. a when I was
3: a kid, uh, checkers in this, is a in supermarket general, it,
1: in South Africa, by the way, for our international
0: listeners <laughs> out
3: there. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Ch- ch- checkers so, just up your street. <laughs> so <laughs> you so though. like
0: how, so how it used to be in, in my area is there was no Northgate, no Four Ways Mall, none of that stuff. If my parents went to pick and pay. Which is another uh, South African chain store. We went to Randridge Mall, and if my parents went to Checkers, we went to the um, to Cresta, and then if we went to the Hyperama, we went to that big massive Hyperama that's there in Ruperts. Um, you know, this is just geographic locations that are just random. But this, this is before all of the shopping centres and malls and whatever appeared. And I remember, if we went to Checkers, because Checkers does a sneaky thing, and they still do it today my parents would always be cool with me going into chilling out in the toy aisle so that they could go and do their thing. Because I was one of those kids that's just really irritating yeah. to be with when all I want to do is be at the <laughs> toys, right? So my parents, that's and you know, a the toy aisle, that's all of us, right? And toy aisles used to be cool. Cause they used to have those big, like cages full of like bouncy balls and stuff. And you were, you were messing around there and you know, you were driving people mad, but I used to also sit there for an hour working out which GI Joe, Thundercat or whatever I wanted, Dineride or whatever. And, um, So often what used to happen – so what used to happen with me with Checkers is I would go and pick up a G.I. Joe, and I'd have it in my hands, and then I would go and meet up – you know, my parents would, like, meet up with me, and then we'd go walking. And Checkers does this thing where they put toys in different aisles as well, so they, like, put them on the corner of the sweet aisle, and then the corner of the baked goods, of the baked beans. (laughs) Oh, bastards. And then they always had, like – Focus. And then I used to always Yo. see like other GI Joes that I wanted, and I used to yes, it used to drive me crazy because I used to always like switch them over, switch them over, switch them over. So that that was like a, a thing for me when I was a kid, and I I, I can't even remember which GI Joe it was. I think it was probably Lightfoot or Charbroils or something. Probably That was <laughs> What quick. a time um, to
1: be alive! That we were so spoiled for choice that we'd have to like like switch out the toy that we'd chosen several times. I mean, nowadays yeah. you're lucky to go into a toy store and see one thing that you're happy to walk out with. And you're still kind of lukewarm <clears> about it.
3: Oh man.
2: The toy aisles are empty.
3: It's totally.
2: And, and nothing it's pulls safe.
3: you. Nothing draws you in. Like, nothing draws you in. There's nothing that can actually, you know, take your attention. Like, this is what I want. This is, I have to have this. Mm. I mean, I walked well, down to, that's a, First thing, I I take my daughter with me. There we go. Boom. Let's go check what's going on. That's the first thing I do when I go shopping. Let's go see what there is. And there's absolutely nothing these days. I mean, it breaks my heart, though. The kids having to play with Benton and all that crap. (laughs) And a school
1: like the old school. Darby, you mentioned something that that was uh, quite intriguing, that uh, it's your goal to try and connect South African toy collectors. Is there an end game to that? I mean, are we working towards hopefully being able to meet up in our very own kind of conventions? And I'm not talking about something that has like a gaming or comic book dimension, although you know they can come yeah. too. But something that is specifically toy oriented. You mean
2: something like a, a retrocon? Yeah. You know, with, yeah. with all your yeah, '80s be- lines. Because I mean, we are all. We're a small country, and we're a small bunch of collectors, but together we can be a lot. And, you know, just to, to, to organize something to trade parts and weapons and stuff so we we don't always have to scour eBay and stuff for, for good deals, you know? We can support yeah, local exactly. local guys and increase sure. our own yeah. collections that way.
1: Do you foresee and, a and time I mean, when we actually do have, like, an annual meetup, or is that just unnecessary in sort of the digital... Or by
2: slash ebay age sure uh that's hard to answer i mean <laughs> comic con was a success nobody thought that and uh look what happened so uh people are starting to come forward and more and more collectors especially since that show the toys that made us i mean mm. you have seen yeah. people coming out of the out of the wall suddenly collecting toys that you never knew of yeah
0: which so is I, I guess. Yeah. No, so I was just gonna I, say, which is what kind of made, which is kind of what made, made Comic Con, both cool and sad at the same time, because the majority of the toys they had, they were Funko Pop, um, yes. and uh, and Hot Toys. Now Hot Toys are cool. They're totally, totally cool. But that's a whole different yeah. tier of
2: collecting. And, I don't see it
0: uh, as toys.
2: I see it as you know, nice to look at stuff you put on a shelf. It's not a toy. You're, yeah, not the is, yeah. You're not gonna slime it. You're not gonna throw in You can't play swimming. with that, dude. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you guys know Ross. I mean, uh, I wanted to have Ross on the show as well, but I uh, but I couldn't get hold of him for some reason. But um, oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I know Ross.
0: Yeah. yeah. So like, he's a Dino Rider guy. Yeah, he's yes. very, oh, cool. He's very, very cool. Ross, so so who's yeah exactly yeah i've actually done it right (laughs) so i run into him at sa comic-con and he has literally got these two bags full of ninja turtles uh but the new Mm -hmm. ninja turtles the the, uh, because they were selling them for like 40 rand or 50 rand a piece and i mean that would have been the only thing i would have bought at sa comic-con but ross bought them all
2: (laughs) 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 yeah he likes
3: them dude it's like one of those things.
2: Yeah, yeah look yeah. anyway if something like that ever happens i'll have to leave my town because nothing will happen in Bloemfontein. that i can guarantee you so and nothing yeah. happens in port Shepson, <laughs> south, south <laughs> so it would be a travel <laughs>
3: Yeah, That's the thing.
1: Uh Roloff, but the the Cape Town uh, toy dealers are all um, charging too much, buddy, don't they?
3: <laughs> dude, uh, overpriced, are uh, Overpriced machines. Jeez, Bro, that kid, I went. Uh, it certainly
1: beats eBay, dude. At least you don't have to pay that kind of shipping and have it sit in customs. Yeah, yeah. give
3: given, 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 given. I'll give it.
1: Now, Rulof, yeah. I see um, a castle grey skull proudly displayed in the background since you've left your video on. <laughs> Thanks for that. Is GI Joe on top for you?
3: Yes. Okay. Um, I've got two. I've got two uh, lines that I that will be always my my favorite. It's GI Joe and Transformers. That's the two things I will always collect. Mm. I just can well, claim. Where that. does Motu
1: stand in the sort of the rankings?
3: Um, <laughs> close. Yes, three or four, Okay. maybe. Thundercats sandwiching that, in there? No, that's probably going to be three. That's going to be three. My two is going to be four.
1: Okay, and, cool. Nice. And um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you suppose it is that keeps G.I. Joe and Transformers on top?
3: I think, okay, firstly, G.I. Joe is my first love. It will always be my first love. I mean, that's, that's something that's always been, since kid, I've always been into it uh transformers my dad introduced me to transformers as well my, my first transformer was thrust and decepticon like i thought you know mm-hmm. this is a bad guy but that guy's are actually quite freaking cool so yeah I got mm-hmm. thrust. And then from there on starscream was like oh my god i got my favorite transformers <laughs> screw Jeez, Optimus, to so Optimus, your first two agree.
1: were both seeker jets you weren't at all. Oh, of like, you had no time for tapes and you had no time for cars. <laughs>
3: My dad's a pilot, bro. So, from
1: there, oh, I, cool.
3: I just like literally brought in all the things I wanted. And then uh, I systematically got into um, uh, Thundercast when it came in. The cartoon is amazing. You can say what you want, the cartoon is amazing. It like turned heads. No matter what, it was brilliant yeah, from the, the, the start. Is very I good. Mean, the animation is brilliant. And I mean, the theme song, I mean, if you just check in. The theme him, song. Yeah, you know, the theme song just makes it brilliant when Lino holds that sword and he just pushes it back. when the, uh, I mean, that that just makes it perfect. And you got E um, Man, he just like power call when he picks that thing up and everything shocks the crap out of everything else. I mean, so toys from the 80s, compared to toys that we have now, is it's much better. If you think about it, it's much better then than it is now.
0: Um, yeah. There was a there was a power there. You know. Sorry yeah, to play different. on the Masters of the Universe thing, but there was a power to the the toys in the 80s, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it was a long
2: hand
0: to sell toys. Remember that? Yeah, that was true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's true and and in my opinion the best ads were G.I. Joe and Transformers for me personally yeah. but yeah very, although I, uh, in all honesty I never ever caught Transformers on TV ever the only time I ever watched Transformers as a kid was oh, friends was really of mine easy. who had taped it on videotapes things like that so oh. yeah like and then G.I. Joe, if you guys have listened to the show, um, I, all the G.I. Joe I watched as a kid was all on videotapes as well. That was a friend of mine who got them all in Scotland and England and stuff because they
1: were all Action Force. So, Oh, yeah. yeah so I had that. <laughs> yeah. And Toby, what do you collect outside of G.I. Joe and the occasional Barbie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> all 80s stories, In fact, any 80s story I'll collect.
1: Cool, buddy. But, so what are your top three?
2: GI yeah, Joe is my majority of my collection.
1: Excellent.
2: I would say. Yeah. But Moto Second, and uh, uh, yeah, all the, the rest come along with that. Transformers, uh, I'll even do cartoons that didn't show in South Africa, like uh, in humanoids and stuff like that. So oh, cool. I love this. I just like the era and the toys and the whole vibe around the toys. And you know, we and uh, the thing about GI Joe, we missed a time when there, there were no cell phones and stuff, and you only had the toys and the TV shows, and you had one TV show a week. So you had to catch up. The rest of the ble- uh, the week you filled in was toys, and that's lost, and it will be forever lost with the cell phones and uh, st- where stuff is going now. So I think the future for toys lies in adults probably but I hope it's not true and I hope the next generations will see the toys with their dads, especially the current generation. Small babies growing up with their dads doing unboxings and stuff like that, igniting that passion. Yeah. Yeah. exactly.
0: Something cool happened to me uh, this week. Well, I got to experience something pretty cool. So I instructed a Kung Fu school and I, I instruct the kids and one of the, you know, they. I always like to just check in with them and see how their day is and what are they into and what is the coolest movie that the the last big movie that they watched. And anyway, so I got this German kid in my class. He's a real sweetheart, and he's like, he's like he saw the Playmobil movie, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he goes like, you know, do you know what the difference between Playmobil and Lego is? And I'm like, uh, Lego's better. <laughs> anyway, it was cute because I mean we, you know, I like I like to mess with them. But then all of a sudden like. Two or three of them like started piping up and going, uh, I love Lego and I love Playmobil and they and I was like, okay, cool. So what kind of toys are you guys into? And the one kid like pops up and he's like, I got the Voltron Lego. So no I'm like, well, oh
3: goodness.
0: lucky you, oh, you yeah. little shit. Wow. Yeah. And then another one pops up and he's like, coming mm. to your house
1: for date. Yeah.
0: And then another one pops up and he's like, oh me too. I've also got the Voltron Lego. So I'm like.
1: Now I have to kill two of you. (laughs) But but that was really cool to hear. There'll be a hashtag next to your name, Paul. Yeah, right? (laughs) And then one of them, and then then this other little
0: kid, Max, he like pops up and he's like, my dad collects toys. So I'm like, oh, really? Does he? So I'm like, what does he collect? And the kid's like, start spouting out words like robotech. I was like, you know, Um, I'm like, don't swear in my classroom. But he, like I said, Robotech and he's Masters of the Universe and, and stuff. And he's like, but those are all dad's toys. He's not allowed to play with them. But he, he is allowed to play with some of the old ones. And they, they they do battles and stuff together. And I was like, that's really cool. And then it got me thinking, like, maybe this generation of kids might actually grow up to be to be toy people. You know? Um, yes. Because, I mean, to have, like, three in my one class, that was amazing. You know, three kids... I mean, two kids to have Voltron Lego. I mean, that means that their parents spent three grand on them for a Lego set, Sheet. and that's like, yeah, that's that's not like that's not like a video game, you know. That's not a. I mean, that's almost a games console. That says that this kid really adores toys or adores Lego or whatever. And I was like, oh wow, faith in faith in our
3: future restored.
2: <laughs> <Sheet>.
3: um, <laughs> yeah. Play, people play.
2: Have Have you play. seen uh, the, the 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 Toys R Us having this Centennial play sets? It's also shows soldiers yes. and uh, vehicles and stuff. It's actually quite yes, cool, and yeah. my son's collecting it. And we're having GI Joe and Centennial wars at home. So Very cool. I think the more, we, yeah, the more we involve our children, the more they will grow into this, you know. And then, I want one of so- those. Sorry, I was going to yes. say, I want that set that comes with the giant shark. That's
0: the, I want that <laughs> one. comes with a giant shark. <laughs> it's on the back of a truck. I don't care about the truck. I just yes. want the giant shark. And then there's, and then there's a submarine <laughs> that comes with like a giant octopus. I'm like, <laughs>
3: those are so cool. I just so
2: don't know where to put them. But flame. they have no missiles, man. There's no missiles on the vehicle. Yeah,
3: they're so rockers. They're so damaged. Come on, man.
2: Where's <laughs> the missiles? We want missiles. Oh, Those oh, oh, of the oh. guys talking now in nineties, they want projectiles. Well <laughs> so they have it. projectiles
1: uh, no, yes. <laughs> we don't we don't Ooh. like that shit either. It's um yeah, no, I think even as children we were like, this thing is oversized and the missile <laughs> sticks out, you know, unrealistically. It's just gonna find its way into the bottom of the box.
2: I mean we we filled in the gaps with our imagination really, so yeah, man. It, it I always really I enjoyed
1: taking the missile and like, you know, sort of Putting you it right them. behind my, right in front of my eye and pretending, you know, <laughs> missile's eye view right into the target. Making sound effects yes. the whole way. Yeah, man. That was some oh,
2: creative stuff. 80s, 80s kids didn't get the projectile, but either it was the springs were um, very low-quality springs and wouldn't shoot very far, or they just <laughs> like got a that function. Well,
1: wasn't there a famous story about a <laughs> spring-loaded Boba Fett rocket? <laughs> yes, that, um, yes, oh, yeah. yeah it, was, it was a legal thing in the 80s.
2: I mean, yeah, the the, the Transformers, you know, the whole thing that the one that was released in America and then the one that was released in Japan, the Optimus Mm. Prime, and the one shoot, it's spring loaded, thing shot very far, the car, Mm. and then the American one, it just pushed the car out. It was like poo. Like <laughs> oh yeah, roller. Yeah, you, yeah. you need
3: to move. Yeah, right. Go okay, roller. Right, yeah, and, right.
1: the, and the the classic Megatron in Japan had little projectiles, and the the Megatron release in the United States uh, didn't have the little projectiles. No, yeah, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, they the Maximus. They bought the Maximus. Gorgeous Maximus. Yeah. yeah. Gents, did you have any encounters with the GI Joe comic book? Because uh, you know, adult GI Joe collectors nowadays typically all bow down to the writing of uh, a guy called Larry Hammer, as the kind of, the guy who fleshed out the the G.I. Joe mythology.
3: No, uh, Larry Harmer is a legend. He's, he's, he's a complete legend. He is a guy that created all the personas, all the backgrounds, or everything, but the comic books I stayed away from, because that just takes away from the toy for me. Um, okay. So, I, I literally like push that away, push that aside. I, like the IDW, I'm, I just heard, you know. Well, I read, up, obviously, but a saw vibe is a hardcore vibe. I'm just gonna leave it there. And uh, Larry Hammer, the way he actually wrote every single card back, he is <laughs> a freaking legend. Thank you, Larry Hammer. Thank you, Standy. The two of you guys, high five. Boom. Thank you for coming. That's all (laughs) I'm saying.
1: Toby, any uh, encounters with the comic books, man?
2: I did read them at a a younger age. I didn't follow them regularly, but I'm getting back into them now as my friend is collecting from issue one for me so I can get started on that and re-educate myself.
1: Were they pretty scarce?
2: Yes, because mostly in my days, the only Marvel comics you would see was Spider-Man and then the rest were batman and superman mostly <laughs> yeah and, and swamps I remember X-Men Swamp man yeah. and those kinds of things yeah, yeah you didn't really see like gi joe but here and there you would find one because we did a lot of second and comic book trading back then you would mm. go to the shop and you bring all your old comics and you'll take a bunch of new comics so in between them often you'll find the gi joe
1: so did you have a handful of scrappy old gi joe comics that you kind of we're trying to collect up, you
2: know, basically you fill in the blanks. Um, yes, and, I had. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I had them. Uh, they unfortunately got lost during my moves. Oh,
1: damn. I was going to ask you if you could recall any of the stories and see if I could guess which
2: issues. They no, had. I couldn't. I couldn't. I <laughs> okay. think they got lost with my other toys. My, my, my parents donated my toys to the welfare when I left home, but with my permission. They didn't just take it. And I mean... I didn't think I was gonna start collecting toys at that age. (laughs) So Mm. it's funny how
0: that sneaks up on you, hey? Um, Yes, like I mean for myself, it's not that I stopped collecting toys. It's just that they weren't so much of a priority for me, like in my teenage years. Like I would pick up the occasional like Batman figure or the occasional, oof, I don't know, like Lego set and uh, like just like odd things here and there, maybe a Star Wars toy, whatever. But I kind of like sort of put that down, and then I, I would say I sort of started collecting toys again, like actually collecting uh, the McFarlane era had sort of started, and I always thought, wow, you know, the McFarlane stuff is really amazing, and, you know, so much so that I almost bought a set of Kiss figures at one stage. Till you try um, and play yes, with man. them. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly, <laughs> right?
1: But, oh, damn, <laughs> broke it in another place. Just... Oh, man, there comes <laughs> the arm. Oh, dear, the head came <laughs> off. Oh,
0: man. But... Cuck. In my defense, a lot of those, a lot of the Spawn figures I'm talking about at that time were, were posable. It was when McFarlane was trying to make his toys the best toys. Like, he was trying to compete yeah. with the toy biz stuff and, and make it like, yeah. oh, look, you know, if I, yeah. I can make spawn uh, Spawn's elbows bend and his arms and his knees and, you know, they can sort of go sideways and stuff. You know, so that was kind of interesting, uh, but they were so, like, difficult to obtain and then I ended up getting like a Magdalena figure, which is essentially just a good-looking statue. And then I got access to Japanese toys again and uh, to Gundam stuff, and and that made oh, me yeah, happy. Oh, by the way, uh, I, was...
3: I like your yeah. custom, dude. Well, thank okay. Done.
0: Thank you very much, man. Uh, I can't wait to put up the most the more updated shots uh, when it's done. It's uh, just I'm just oh, letting it pretty... cure so that I can. Thanks, man.
2: <laughs> <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> uh, And, yeah, anyway, so, like, uh, G.I. Joe was always there on the top of my head, and then uh, Previews Magazine offered the the Mark Bellamo G.I. Joe guide, and I had to get that, because I figured, okay, well, you know what, I'm just going to get that, because, you know, that'll be enough for me, just to be able to see all the toys and stuff again. And, yeah, it didn't take long after that for me to get back into the toys, because I met a certain someone who had a whole bunch of modern era Joes, and showed them to me, and I was like, okay, this is going to happen. Cause like the movie had come out and I was buying the movie <laughs> toys and I was like, no, this has got to happen. I can get my hands on GI Joe. I, I have a credit card. I'm a big boy. Now I can order the internet and yeah, <laughs> while well, it went mad and actually to relate to Tarby, one of my first uh, vintage vehicle purchases was also a night Raven because there is no haven for the Cobra night Raven.
3: that's Beautiful vehicle, but it's not a rat, uh, just saying better Oh of- damn <laughs> oh. smack talk.
1: Rulof, I know yeah. you and I are um, Shockwave buddies. Uh we yeah. both think that he's the finest uh, figure to ever ever find its way into our hands. Do you have a favorite vehicle? I'm wondering if our similarities continue.
3: I know. Uh, are boy. we talking about like Cobra or are we Dude. going to go Anything. uh Jojo. hands on. Rather, hands on, Rattler, Rattler, Ratler, I'll it back it's rattler. nothing better than a Rattler. I'm sorry. <laughs> For real, man. Sorry. Yeah, She's a beauty. For real. Well, and you've got one. Or, have one. <laughs> well, I don't... I I'm fucking what, what? But point being is that um, it's that's or I'd say, okay, this is going to come as a shot left. This is a bridge layer. What? That bridge layer is awesome. I love everything about a bridge layer. I think it's just perfect. I know, I'm like dodgy like that. No, know. dude, it is
1: um it's a piece of world building. It's it's like no, it's a per- piece of art. That's how deep G.I. Joe went that they mm. not only had mm. like frontline mm-hmm. combat vehicles, but the vehicles that would assist the combat vehicles to see action.
3: Flipping it it just looks awesome. The way it's built, what what it can do. It's a it's a bridge layer, dude. I'm 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 completely into it.
0: So you don't have one yet, eh?
3: nope but i will get okay. one soon i hope, no, I, hope so.
0: I, I I was just one thing i'm gonna say about the bridge layer i always thought like it was a cool vehicle like as in like it had a greater military aesthetic but it was never like a vehicle i was like oh my word i have to have that and and to be fair it's still not a vehicle that i feel like i have to have it but i saw one at joe con last year and uh mm-hmm. it was the first time i'd laid eyes on it and that thing is actually actually quite a bit bigger than I thought it was. It, it is It is beautiful. I, I actually think if you can, save up some shekels or however you, you manage your toy budget and try to get your hands on one because it's a very cool toy. Uh, seeing it in the flesh, I actually felt quite tempted to pick one up for myself. I mean, I'm sure you know, but the bonus was that we had already been gifted a lot of vehicles and my bag was almost pretty much full anyway. So there was no way I was going to really buy more vehicles, but I was tempted I won't lie. I was super tempted. And, Toby, what is your favorite uh, G.I. Joe? Well, firstly, your favorite G.I. Joe and uh, your favorite (laughs) G.I. Joe. Yeah, (laughs) that's
2: your favorite G.I. Joe, young man. (laughs) My Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is Snake Eyes.
3: Cool. Which version? Favorite Cobra. Favorite Cobra. And not the one
2: I have. It's not my favorite version. I think number two, version two, would be my favorite. With the wolf The visor. Yes, yes. I I free, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this now, but bid or buy. Uh, Wither's Amusements has one on there. I think okay. it's 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 350,
2: and in my opinion, that's mm-hmm. actually a very good price for him. That's that's cheap, because I mean, yeah. uh, what if I pay? If I buy it in the U.S., it will be thirty dollars. Thirty dollars more plus shipping. Where does that leave you? That's a big problem with with being in South Africa. There's some pieces I will have made to make peace with that I'll never own it. I mean, even if I can afford a flag, if say I can buy a flag, the import costs on that thing is gonna kill me. You understand? Mm-hmm. And a terodrome. It's another one. So, I can speak out the know. terror
0: Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak for the Terodrome, definitely.
1: Uh, guys, just about the Snake Eyes version 2 on Buy, it's missing a crotch. I don't know if that's oh. a deal breaker. Oh, oh. Yeah, <laughs> missing... It's uh, got, uh, got a broken yeah. crotch. Uh, both yeah. elbows are cracked and uh, it comes with the wrong Uzi. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. He's has going to hand over 350 for it.
3: Do Do you you mess with a collector. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm but then again, yeah, I am probably...
2: a sucker for damage figures. I love damage figures. I like repairing okay. them. I well, love it.
1: You've got a project ahead of you, Toby. My favourite
2: things about
3: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I mean, all my most of my vehicles were bulls. Even the Rattler
3: was a bull. I've
0: actually seen that. Yeah, because I see often when you post on Facebook, you've always like, oh, I've finally completed this vehicle because you've sort of bought it hmm. in parts.
2: Yeah. I don't. I've... It doesn't bother me that it takes a year. I I don't hmm. mind. It's rather half one than nothing at all. And please, no, yeah, God, Well done, bro. I go crazy. I I can't stand a figure in a card. I don't know why.
3: Hey, 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 hey.
2: <laughs> You're my brother. Don't judge. If I have a loose example.
1: Well, Roloff, you like to uncard your figures for our benefit, dude.
3: Certain mm-hmm. figures, yes, because yeah. it needs to make up a certain thing. But others need to stay in card, eh?
2: No no, know. not if you don't have a plate. <laughs> I wanna play with it. I wanna touch <laughs> oh. it. I don't wanna touch a box, man. <laughs> you don't wanna touch box. <laughs> oh damn, so.
3: Oh well so, so, before big. Be. That
2: came out yeah, wrong. It's not made in my head though.
3: <laughs> the thing is so, I I unpack where I can, but I also keep some in inbox. Just for aesthetic reasons. I, I mean, if you think about it, I've got that uh, shockwave that's from 19 like 87 still in box. I've got okay. a couple of figures here that I literally keep in box just because I think they would be awesome just to be in box. But the other ones that need to come out need to come out. So certain ones to build up, you know, your Cobra command. Well, your full Cobra command. They'll come out. I'll take them out, like um, some shadow that I got, like recently. He's out. He's there. He's part of the the Kubrick band that needs to be there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, see, there's always something that you need to just keep, like, pristine, and sure, that's <laughs> just the way I feel.
1: I I'll back you up by saying that it does remind you more of that that experience that we don't really get much of anymore and that's walking into a toy shop and seeing these things pristine like never touched from the factory onto the card into your hands like that experience that sight is something that, that has kind of gone from the world and that's why um mint on card collectors in the states i'm thinking particularly of a guy called carson metaxas who runs the Uh, 3d joe's websites i don't know if you guys oh yeah i love that the guy actually when toys r us went bankrupt in the states and sold off all their kind of in-store um shelving and and kind of they they were selling off their furniture basically he bought a whole bunch of official toys r us toy um racks yeah so he has recreated a kind of a vintage Toys R Us in one of his, <laughs> I don't know, it's in his garage or something. But he's got this like, like it's like stepping into awesome. a time machine, bro. He's got carded toys, boxed, unopened toys from the awesome. 80s. I think that's this kind of legit toys, toys R Us. Yeah, great idea, man. So mm. it makes me very, very happy to know that these museums, if you will, exist in the world. Yeah. <laughs> certainly makes me sleep better at night when I'm playing with loose figures. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Can, I can screw these up completely. <laughs> because there will always be mint toys in this world. Isn't that right, Toby?
2: The fun part for me and all this is when the kids come into the living room. Because I've got all my toys in the living room. I've got this lucky. arrangement with my wife. As long as I keep it neat, it can stay there. So... I like their reactions and telling them about the toys. Like, all go, oh, wow, look at this. Because it's so much for them to take in. It was exactly the feeling that we had when we went to the shops and saw all those toys. I mean, looking at a Diner Rider I, through a box was torturing to me. And I, that. I hated that. I wanted to rip it open.
3: <laughs> the <But laughs> like I mean, glass box with the flap.
2: <laughs> yeah. And the Diner Riders were expensive. They were really expensive. Same mm. with, with uh, yeah. Robotech. It was too expensive to buy. I mean, my Transformers were like Bumblebee and shit like that. I didn't have any main characters. I did, however, have a, a good Masters of the Universe collection, but everybody had. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Weren't Masters of the Universe the subject of controversy in South Africa? Because I remember, I mean, I just had... Everything sc- I, was. I, I was very lucky, um, you know, to have some Masters of the Universe figures when I was a kid. But my parents were just the kind of people that surprised me with bad guys. Every time they've surprised me with toys, I always got bad guys. So I had Skeletor. That's the and, best like, way. It's the best way, guys. <laughs> <Yes. place. laughs> like the only He-Man, the only He-Man I ever had was Why? that one where you put the 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 caps, you know, in his chest, and it like,
2: and he oh, like. Oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Thunderclap.
0: Thunderclap He-Man. Underclap. Yeah, but like yeah. but the Skeletor. Yeah. But I had that, like, dragon, that, like, skeleton arm dragon... Uh, with a skeleton, the skeleton with a I shoulder. I also had a Dragon Blaster
2: skeleton. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Cool. he's of, I've still it's got him. He's badass, and he's actually anyway. worth quite a, quite a lot of money these days. Yes, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, like, Same with I the frontaclip. Like, oh, yeah? I mean, I would always have this figure with me, like, uh, you know, skeleton and like a G.I. Joe or whatever with me, and... I remember my aunt saying something to my mom about how He-Man stuff evil, is satanic. It is. Yeah. It's
2: evil.
3: It's evil. Yes. It's evil. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah, that happened. My uh,
2: p- folks I are like get a lot of bad party. reactions with He-Man with <laughs> as such, but when I pulled out my Thundercats, like Slive and Mumra, people started giving me looks. It's like, isn't that satanic? And it's like, <laughs> what's next? Liver Axie is satanic according to you, but I don't know what to watch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, Listen, why do they make this stuff for us if it's satanic? So I don't know. Yeah, it was a big thing in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's so, well, it's so yeah, especially
3: in South Africa, though. If you think about it. I'm, I mean, you can look at something as like, bad for you, but then, you know, you give it to your kid and he can go to bed with like, like sleeping comfortably with skeletal right next to him. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> the that that's what I did. I mean, skeletal was my, everybody's got teddy bears. I've got Skeletor. Like, yes, sweet. Let's go. I'm gone. I, I, used to always, I'm like, okay. I used to put that
0: stuff under my pillow because uh, this friend of mine, she lived up the road and she was like, I don't know, her parents must have done like something really cool to her. Uh um, but she, like, said, Joe, Yo, if you go to sleep with, like, your favorite toy under your pillow, you'll have more toys. So I used to do that. Because, obviously, they must have done something where they told her to do that. And then they snuck another toy in there. It must must have been a birthday or something, you know? So I used to always do that. Just, like, Skeletor and, like, uh, Lino <laughs> and Panthro used to be, like, under my pillow. She's not sleeping like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when you're a kid, you believed in magic, you know. So, guys, do you buy um, modern era or vintage Joes or both? Uh, and either can go first.
3: Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If I could buy vintage, I would for the yeah. playability of it. <clears throat> because um, Snap-on, Stay-on is a fact. You can do that. Snap-on, Stay-on works. The um, playability of your old school Joe's, your vintage is like it, but the detail on your new ones are amazing. <laughs> yes, like it. Yeah. I love it. I love every, every modern figure I've actually got. Um, even from, uh, the toy line, uh, Rise of Cobra. You know that, yeah. that yeah. shitty movie. Yeah, the riser Copri one um yeah. there are certain figures that came out of it that's not in the movie which makes it way better so
0: and like Char-Broil and stuff yeah
3: yeah, Char-Broil, yeah. I, that, it's that, okay. that, I think he's okay but that little no it's not bad but the god the vibe the, like, like the ultimate vipers dude that's with yeah. Destro, It's like amazing yeah, I, I, I think I put a uh, Oh, brilliant! The color scheme is great. You know, point being is playability, vintage, hands down. Sheer detail, modern, hands down. So I would take both, and I will, I'll, I'll buy both. I'm sorry, I love both of them, hands down.
0: No, that's cool. I can, I can relate to that. And you, Toby, like. Are you vintage all the way? Something tells me you are vintage all the way, but... Uh, I only, am vintage
2: all the know. way, but it's not to say I don't like modern stuff. It's just being a collector of everything 80s, I have to, you know, otherwise every line would be a rabbit hole I fall into. Um, modern Thundercats, wow. modern e man I mean, just the amount of modern Masters figures out there and Thundercats is amazing. Jesus, I yeah. So, so i rather stick to the toys I played with as a kid I used to collect the, the moderns for the detail, but I uh, decided against that. So it's it's actually a practical decision.
0: I personally wouldn't say no to certain modern era figures. Uh, there's definitely a handful that I still would like to have in my collection, like the Ashiko Perfect. Cycle. Yeah, that's that's a cool one. I'd love to get the that Tiger Force set, and I'd love to get the October Guard that were done as, as exclusives. I mean, those would be amazing. Uh, that's more like two handfuls, I suppose. But yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm always curious because uh, everybody's like different with stuff like that, and I, and I, you know, it's such a schism between modern era and vintage stuff, and you know, like I'm I'm always curious to see who's on what side, you know, uh, because at the at the end of the day, you win on either side, honestly. You're getting GI Joe toys, you're getting toys, so you know, go uh-huh, you.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, the only thing that loses is your bank account, honestly. yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> So earlier I asked you guys to grab a GI Joe and, and hold it close. This is a uh, I, I, I would say this is a bit of a quickfire topic game. Okay, so how, this is how it's going to work. Uh, everybody's got a GI Joe figure or a Cobra figure uh, in front of them. We have to guess what it is. So you're allowed to ask up to three questions, but not at the same time. You, it's a round robin, and you know, let's see. I mean, the prize is nothing, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just interesting to see who's got who and, and whatever. So what I'll do is just to get you guys warmed up, I will start with Steven and then you guys can get an idea okay, of, uh, wait.
3: yeah. Just give it like a minute. Let me just okay. go check what's going on here and I will be back in one minute. Cool, man. Peace. Yeah, it is South Africa. If you hear a bump,
0: you want to go and check
1: it out. <laughs> <Yes>. Yo, case it in, my bro.
2: Yeah, please.
0: So, oh, Toby, you you run um Toy Goblin as well. Yes, together with
2: Monty, yes, we are two uh, doing it. Yeah, it's not a shop. It's not a. It's just a thing for collectors to actually get together and exchange,
1: you know. Hmm. And this is on Facebook, yeah.
2: Yes, yes, just to create a safe place for the collectors and uh, where 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 merchants merchants aren't involved, you know, and uh, they can trade amongst themselves and and whatever. Just a safe place for them. And you know, just to show that collecting is not just for the rich yuppies and stuff like that. You know, um, it's for the average guy as well. You know, so that's where we're going with this. Okay, it's it's nice. beautiful actually, of toys. There's nothing financial or whatever. Same as, as G. I. Joburg. I mean, that's the only real channel on G. I. On, on the whole of YouTube where you can see grown men playing. Yeah. And that's fun. i mean, and we are so proud that, of it. That's awesome. I mean yeah. a flag in the in, in the water. I mean most collectors will kill themselves before they do that, you know. And uh, that's what toys are for, it's to be played with. And I enjoy it.
1: Bradley South African brew. You saw it first yes. on G.I. Joe <laughs> We had to, yes. we had to, we had to. It was dying to be done. The internet demanded it.
2: Uh, that's another South African thing: is the innovations you guys do in your shows. I mean, the foam and the, the way what you did with the flag—that's all. That's typical South African. I mean, that's what we do here. Yeah.
1: Look, I mean, playing in the outdoors—I think—is also something that's like defines us as South Africans. Yes, even if you
2: play with a Barbie outside as a war veteran or whatever, <laughs> we we did it. We improvised, man. We had to you, you, you comb her hair outside. And so, nice. I mean, it's a shame that we didn't have, have G.I. Joe. South Africa was perfect for it. We we grew up basically there American, all the cartoons. We had, uh, what's his name, uh, Steve Austin, Man of Steel, and Buck Rogers, and all that stuff. We, we believed that Russia was evil, and <laughs> America was right. I mean, we were right for the picking. Why didn't they bring the toys to us? And it's awesome vehicles. You've just awesome stumbled line.
1: upon one of the, the the most delightful sort of South Africanisms. Um, so, in the rest of the world, Steve Austin was the hero of the show, Six Million Dollar Man. But in South yes. Africa it was dubbed <laughs> and it was dubbed into yes. Afrikaans and the title was yes. Man van Staal which means man of steel <laughs> not to be confused with Superman. the be- way, be
2: way, be way before you there was a, this program Space 1999 oh, in wow, Afrikaans. Yes. Yeah, in Afrikaans was Alpha 1999. So yeah, like...
1: bro, I stumbled upon my brother's viewfinder, a <laughs> uh, viewmaster. You know those red viewmasters that you yes. click? And it, he had a disc from Space 1999. And this stuff awesome. blew my mind. I was like, what is this?
0: <laughs> very, very cool. I mean, you talk about innovation, uh, you know, with the, the sort of Super Mario Nation stuff, the, uh, like the Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet and whatever um, I think it's called Captain Scarlet. Anyway, uh, we had one in yeah. South Africa called Interstar. I'm sure you guys know that much better yeah.
3: than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Can yes, you tell I remember that. Shit.
0: It was very good. It was, actually... it was so good, in fact, that it's actually regarded as one of the top ten Super Mario nations ever produced. Um, yeah. And that is up against Japanese Super Mario nations as well as uh, British ones.
2: So, oh, I was addicted to
1: just yeah. that as a child, man. And pull it in, and in, come in, impala pull it in. Captain
2: Del La Rey. Backs <laughs> De was. Remember that trip? Backs That
1: was. Oh, what a time! <laughs> so now
0: that we've got oh, Rudolf back,
2: yes. let's let's
0: get onto our let's get onto our uh I Spy with my Cobra Eye. Which GI <laughs> Joe you have? Um. You know, so your
1: your cobra eye,
0: my cobra cobra eye, eye. okay, (laughs) my snake eye. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So Steve, uh, um, what color is the GI Joe in front of you?
1: Oh, bro, I mean, there there are several. Do you want a a swatch of all the colors, and you can guess all of the figures?
0: It's up to you. You can tell me uh, as many colors as you want. Uh, that's that's how it works. So
1: black, you know, red, blue, silver, purple. <laughs> black,
0: red
3: blue silver,
0: purple. Mm. black uh, red,
3: blue, silver, and purple. Mine yeah, God. Black, red, blue, silver, and purple. bearing you in mind
1: up. there are several figures.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: breaking the rules slightly.
0: Oh. Okay, well I've I've asked him a question. One of you guys can
3: shoot I, at him. I've got uh, it. I found it. I've got right. it. I've got it. You've got Destro, bro. Hmm.
1: He fits the bill, but yeah, was it the silver that uh, that tipped you off?
3: No, black, red, and
1: purple. Yeah, it's the purple that 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 uh, messes up the palettes. But yeah, no, guys, I've I've cheated hopelessly on this. Um. Let me just go for one. I'll just go for one. Uh, red and black.
3: Oh, Red and black.
1: With a splash of flesh tone.
3: Flesh tone? Why would they oh, have God, flesh God tone?
1: That's going to throw... Yes, sir. I going there. Have I stumped the band?
0: Well, while, while everybody's working that
1: Ooh, Rulof. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's he's gonna work it out. The cogs are still turning.
2: Black red,
3: tone.
1: black what with a flash of flesh. Why would you flesh? throw
3: flesh that into this?
1: Ah, uh, just to uh, just to fuck with you, man.
3: <laughs>
1: no, but legit. Um, this figure does have a flesh tone. Way. Uh, hands, feet, and head. Feet.
2: That's two questions yeah, I can read. okay, okay sorry. That was two
1: questions uh you guys uh, you guys want to hear the answer Yes, uh, we've please. got one more
0: question if somebody wants to ask him one more question i can no. i can i can put in a question and, and if you guys know your joe's well enough i can pretty much guess who it is but what gender is it
1: mm, female ah i know exactly who it is <laughs>
3: Ah, uh, fuck.
1: Tavi, Rulof, uh, you guys want to...
3: Oh, it's Jinx. Boom.
1: Bravo, Boom. dude. Shit. 1.4. Was that Rulof? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. Rulof's off the board.
3: She actually, I was like, yeah. fucking shoes on sometimes.
1: Mm, she, yeah, she's got sort of little slippers, but the, there's definitely some flesh turn on those feet, man.
2: I haven't seen her up close yet. I'm only, I'm only getting her now. She's in the mail on the way. Oh, oh, oh good! Oh yeah, oh. we're gonna get the fucking version one. Good time, awesome.
1: <laughs> she got her accessories, Toby?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. I'll check. It's usually a surprise. I never know what's in these boxes.
1: Nice dude.
2: Oh, well, if
1: you have got a few Ninja Force figures, uh, you can just steal their swords and and that. Yeah,
0: great.
1: I don't Easy. think. Although
0: I... she has she has fairly unique katana, which I've come to learn recently. Anyway, who wants to go
2: next? Apparently, yes. That I know she has.
1: Cool, man. Good. They're great swords. She's really nice. Nice length, nice sculpting. Perfect for a sort of more dainty figure, which the females typically are. (laughs) All except
2: Lady J. My first female, actually, because Uh, I'm still uh, looking for my Baroness. I'm still looking for my Scarlet. So, yeah kings will be my first email. <laughs> oh, okay.
3: i honestly think that lady j is like overrated
2: personal opinion
3: i'm not a fan What's uh, a vintage toy? there's my girl there's my girl right there oh <laughs> uh, that's the first baroness, baroness i got actually oh so. yes man yeah dude it's like <laughs> the modern version i don't have the old school one but i mean you can't go wrong with the cobra no mm. so you Just can't saying, go wrong no and and anything
0: like pre 50th anniversary in terms of like the baroness is a winner in my opinion
2: yes like,
0: Thank and you. Uh, even the new sculpt era baroness isn't too offensive but i prefer to avoid that but even
2: though uh, i have i would. <laughs> so yeah i'm <laughs> thinking about yeah,
3: these it. went I was like, up oh, too no,
2: the right one will come for me. I'm just waiting. I'm just checking the prices because th- at the moment you guys saw what's happening with the prices on the Joes.
3: Yeah, i mean, oh, in the movie and balance
2: out. Yeah, yeah.
3: So. Yeah, it's getting heavy and tense. So and the thing is, I can't buy any toys now. So I mean, I've got kid on the way, so I'm calming down now. <laughs> <laughs> <Emperor>. <laughs> no more toys for me. Yeah, it's
2: on hold.
0: Just tell your wife that because you've got a a carded collection, because from what I can see, you seem to have quite a a, a significant carded collection. You know, you could put your kid through university
3: with that set uh, later on. Probably <laughs> <you. laughs> Apple too,
2: but it stays there, so I'll have to work harder. So yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, you can sell it and buy it back. You can always sell it. I mean, I paid for my children's camp with uh, with my Thundercats, <laughs> so. And then you can always start them buying them again. Gives it fun. <laughs> no. oy,
1: oy, oy. Groundhog day collecting. Just like, <laughs> didn't, didn't I buy this already?
2: Shit. You have to do some, some things to impress the wife. Yeah. You know, if you can tell the show where that that's money on the shelf, they they, they they don't give you a lot of trouble.
0: Yeah, there, there's a point in your relationship where being able to do the splits just doesn't impress them anymore. I get that. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't I
0: know it, it ever did. It. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame. I'm sorry.
2: I'm um, going to
3: play the next one. Okay, Okay. cool. Go for Go it. Sure. Okay. Yep. 1984. Um, yeah. Yeah. 19, no, 985, sorry. Mm-hmm. Black, silver, yellow. No, well, that's I know what exactly I'm going to say. What it is. It was, where it is.
0: Uh, I'm going to hazard a guess with. I uh, just want to just double check something in my head quickly. Because I think you and I might have the same one. Yep. Have you got a Cobra bat there in front of you? <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: No, Uh, guess what I have! Oh Oh, yeah,
2: I also have one. Sorry, I've Mm -hmm. also got him in
0: front of me. I've also I also decided to bring out the bats. I was like, me too. I just grabbed a bat because it's my favorite. (laughs) See, that's (laughs) how that's how we South Africans. We all grabbed bats.
2: So much for that exercise.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, jeez. In honor of the Battle Android Trooper, uh, what could be a suitable Afrikaans translation of Battle Android Trooper?
3: Your master.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man von Stahl.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Man von Stahl. (laughs) Ten (laughs) days (laughs) and million rounds a month.
2: Cool. I don't know. I'll buy that. I don't know. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> the robot. The robot. The Minero.
3: Chappie.
1: Chappie!
3: Excellent. Yeah, no. Oh, fuck. You're
1: for <laughs> <here>. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think uh, we're going to start wrapping things up. Unless there's something else uh, you want to throw into the cauldron, Paul?
0: Uh, no, I'm I'm good. Uh, I... I... I mean, I wanted to you know, get our shit mixed with uh, this toy game, but like it turns out we all I uh, decided to get bats, <laughs> uh, which in itself is bizarre. It's also true. good to know that it's also good to know yes, that there true. are, you know, more bats in the country because, uh, you know, these guys are pretty rare. Um, I'll have you guys know. So please hold on to it because it's weird. It's not that they're expensive; they are, but it's just that you don't see them often to buy them. You know what I mean? So like you could have like. Yeah. You could have, like, $100 that you've dedicated to buy a bat worth. Not that you should spend $100 on a bat. But you'll have trouble finding So, yeah. So, yeah so there's whole, one
3: on bid or buy. Oh, poor, like 1,800 <laughs> fucking rand. It's just
1: missing the chest sticker and
0: <laughs>
3: yes. all the weapons.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and but but those chest stickers, you can get replacements for them. I think uh, Toy Hacks, does uh, you... stickers for the bat. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah.
3: They, well, they um, do it for... That and Transformers, everything, so... They're yeah,
2: yeah I'm, I'm going to order my TVP stickers now from them, because I uh, hear yeah, they're the best, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: no they're def- uh, They are good. I mean, the only person I know who's actually bought them is Steven, and yeah. I don't know how durable mm-hmm.
1: they are. Oh, they're pretty damn... Um, so there was a toy that was using Toy Hacks stickers um, in one of our webisodes, and this particular toy was taken underwater... Salt water, no problem. The stickers oh, held oh, up oh, very nicely.
2: Then, then it's worth the, the, the few bucks you have to pay. I mean, it's not really that much. So, okay. yeah, it's reasonable.
1: Yeah, it's amazing what a pristine set of stickers can do to a vehicle's appearance. Like, they really, it really just like freshens the whole thing up. Also, if you are going to, you know, peel off the old stickers, you can give the thing a nice, deep clean like really get it squeaky clean and then apply the fresh yeah. stickers. It's just, yeah, dude, it's a facelift. It's beautiful.
0: Bit of a pro tip for, for you guys. I mean, because I don't know, like, I mean, Toby, I'm sure you know this because you've been restoring, you know, you've been building up your fig, your your vehicles and whatever as you've been collecting. Um, but I used to use uh, something called Goo Gone, uh, which is an American product. It is tricky to find in South Africa. I think the only place I've ever found it was Jack's Paint. Um, and I think even then they didn't have that many. I don't. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if Jack's Paint no longer stocks Goo Gone. Um, but a very good product to use that's very similar to Goo Gone um, that is also not very bad. For, that is not bad for the toys. Is Clean Green. Clean Green, Clean green. actually. author Yeah.
2: That Clean is green. fucking okay. everything, Never of that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean we use acetone, yeah. but that's dangerous when there's paint applications. We use whatever and yeah, so, acetone oh, can a be, be quite right.
0: And then yes. also, uh, and then on the toys itself, if there's gunk on the toys, you guys can use uh, isopropyl alcohol or rubbing alcohol. You can find that at this game. It's like 40 bucks for a bottle. That works very well as well. Um, if you don't want to use the clean green, if you're worried about the clean green on the toys. But I mean,
3: always test it. I'm sure. Yeah, you
0: know, clean greens. Very, very cool. I've, I've actually recently rediscovered it because uh, I used it to clean some model parts and stuff before painting and whatever. Anyway, so that, that was G.I. Joburg's helpful hints. Uh.
3: <laughs>
0: Guys, yeah, I can't think of anything else to say uh, other than thank you very, very much for joining us. And uh, it was awesome, and I hope we can do this again. It was, I think it's definitely going to be great for our listeners uh, to, to hear some other Af- South African voices on the show. And... Uh, they're all gonna like facepalm when they hear that we all have bats. Or well, they probably did facepalm. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Bart's gonna gonna make a comment. But yeah, guys, thank you very much. Uh, this was lucky. It was actually cool to get in touch with you guys. It's, it's nice to hear your voices, to see you in some cases, um, as opposed to just Facebook. No, sorry yeah no no it's not a problem and yeah and and uh if you guys are ever in in town joburg or wherever and i mean if you guys come up for sa comic-con let me know maybe we can all make a plan to sort of meet up at the rockamama's day and talk
1: shit or whatever um but yeah rulof all of the best with the kid man way, bro. and tabi all the best keeping your kids from messing up the lounge <laughs> and yeah. pissing off the missus <laughs>
2: i mean it seems to be a <laughs> bit of a contradiction
1: bro you got all this cool stuff <laughs> that the kids are entitled to touch but you've got the standing agreement with the missus to not let it be a mess
2: they're Money. not allowed oh. to touch it but i do find my night raven sometimes on a complete different place <sighs> than i left it so dude
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would oh do no my mind. that's worse it's like, sure. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> well, all Did the best know? with the toy collecting, guys. Um, I certainly Thanks. hope that the collection's just grow from strength to strength, man. And hopefully, yeah, as South African collectors, we can come together and enjoy this stuff. Maybe in each other's presence sometime. I'd certainly like mm. to. On one hand, have uh, nice chats about toys, and on the other hand, have a, a, a sab and a braai with you guys, man. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. <laughs>
0: Well oh, maybe, maybe yeah. we should all maybe we should make a plan to get to Joe Fest, you know, like next year or something, you
1: know. <laughs> no man, maybe. Joe Fest must
3: you come to us. That,
2: yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like a, kind of a dream.
1: South Africa takes over the world. It's
3: awesome. Have a good one, man.
1: You too. Have a great weekend. Thanks for coming on the show. Enjoy. Yojo. Yojo.
3: Yojo. Sorry. Oh, brah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brah. <laughs>
1: Oh, there's always going to be a joker in the back, eh? Later, dudes.